Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daft podcast. I'm Daft, and I'm Rick, and we are here unscripted and raw. That's right, Daft, and we are here to talk about the end of the world, same as last week as and we... the week before. <laughs> Except for this one, happens to be a title of an REM song. That's true. They got some good stuff out there. Mm. They, they they hold up. Mm. Yes. So yeah, so this is more the end of our natural resources. No. Yeah. My poor Hummer. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do without it. Yeah. I want to go six miles to the gallon. Dang it. <laughs> Anyways. So what are we going to do when suddenly we run out of petroleum? And we whittle down to the best five answers from a field of 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are going to really capture your imagination um and we're gonna solve this problem we're gonna do what the politicians can't do but first we need to do a little self-promotion absolutely so uh you guys need to check out daffs he has uploaded his first old testament rhyme i'm literally doing so right now while we're recording wow this is this multitasking live tweeting essentially (laughs) Live casting. He's live casting live the download. Casting. So which one did you choose? Um, just out of curiosity. I think I'm going to start with the original, which was Jenny from the Block. Ooh, that was a good one. That was my first one, and I, I it still it holds up. It's your classic. It is classic. Mm, yes. So you guys should go check that out on the Exposing Jack Thirst page. And know that you can find us there. You can find us on the Rick and Daft podcast. You can find us on Stitcher and Podbean. Um and hopefully, I'm looking into it, uh, iTunes, iTunes podcasts. Mm-hmm. Definitely check us out. Uh, so now that that shameless promotion is out of the way. On to our topic. On to our topic. What is option number one to so, bring us from the brink of doom? So we're at the brink of doom. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, our options are very limited. Okay. The, we're going to start us off with the most the the most uh, logical one besides electricity which is just boring mm-hmm. uh nuclear powered everything dafs what do you think just so you know dafs uh and all of you out there ford actually in the nuclear so-called nuclear age i think in the, in the 1950s created a nuclear powered car prototype called the nucleon it was going to run on a, uh, with a mini nuclear reactor <laughs> Uh, and it looked very futuristic. If you want to go look it up, uh, there are pictures available on the web. So I mean, it wasn't that it like it wasn't like it was a crazy idea. It almost happened. So I think um, I think that that's probably the most likely scenario is that we're like, ah, shoot, we ran out of fossil fuels, and instead of developing you know other technologies, we'll just go straight to nuclear power. Yep, fallout will become real. Yeah, not the the containment for nuclear power in a car. I don't imagine it being great. I imagine every crash kind of having resulting in uh, fallout. Right. So at that point, do we just call, cut cut our losses and say we're not going to worry about containment? We're just going to put everyone on Earth on anti-cancer drugs. <laughs> well. And as we discussed previously, what would happen is everyone would die except for those who were immune to cancer. And those of us who were immune to cancer would repopulate the earth. Can any Are people immune to cancer? 
Uh, some people are. I don't know about radiation poisoning, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that's going to get you in the end. Yeah. <laughs> there is a section of society that is immune to AIDS. Yeah, I knew about that. Uh, they think AIDS actually originated in Scandinavia because there is a like portion of that like mm-hmm. Norse people who do not have the antibody that HIV connects to. Super wild. Yeah, crazy. Uh, but well that's a possibility but I think what would more likely happen is it would get bogged down in all this red tape and so there would be an accident Uh, there would just there would literally become a department of nuclear energy that would just go around cleaning up like all the we would get really good at doing nuclear cleanup (laughs) Uh, I mean I will think about it though I mean it is logical we have nuclear powered submarines Mm -hmm. at the very least we would develop nuclear powered airplanes because those are less likely to crash than a car although when they do crash they really go they really do crash pretty big also the threat of terrorism with a nuclear powered plane is far more frightening (laughs) yeah well so I think if we use nuclear power chances are very good it's just going to be nuclear reactors and the same old power grid we're living off of Mm. getting back to the hippy dippy Tesla motor company Why do you have so much hatred? I don't actually. I love them. I just yeah. Love, I was gonna say they're love, pretty, they're actually pretty quick. I just love making fun. You of drive them. a Prius, my friend. I do. I do. I just love making fun of the left wing of which I'm a part. Yes, I was. I was very confused by your uh, by your angry stance. Yeah, I think the nuclear power is most likely, um, but that does open up a lot of possibilities. If we're running nuclear power, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the likelihood of us. I don't know, figuring out something cool to do with it. Can you imagine a nuclear-powered jetpack? I want to. I, me too. <laughs> nuclear-powered weapons? I mean, that'd uh, be pretty neat. It, Plus, it w- if if you found out something that just ran on like the half-life of like nuclear waste, I mean, you'd have infinite sources of power. Yeah. That's what we need to do. We need to start harnessing nuclear waste to power things. It's too, but there's a lot of it. There's it's, tons. It's of it everywhere, just laying around. Tons of it on Yucca Mountain or under Yucca Mountain, yeah. in Nevada. A lot of it's just buried or in these storage containers outside. Aptly named. <laughs> <laughs> Apt. Okay, so that one. Now we've gotten that one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time to get on to the fun ones. Idea number two, Daffs. Zip lines. <laughs> okay. Hear now me, walk me, hear me, walk me through this. So for any, uh, it wouldn't work in Montana. <laughs> not when that, I was going to say like no, no flat areas. Mm. Um, I'm mostly aiming more toward areas with large mountains or uh, cities that have large structures in them. Mm. So Seattle here, we have the Columbia Tower, one giant spire in the center. Imagine if we just invested in very high-powered, efficient elevators that would just zip you up to the top, and you had all these different zip lines you could choose from. You'd clip in, and it would take you to another building or a platform, and then that had zip lines. You could get home pretty quick. Well, but wouldn't there be tons of traffic, like people traffic, I mean, trying to get up to those zip lines? So here's the thing. Yes, if you're having every single person have their own little like, connection cable and harness, if you use a daisy chain where you just have a giant like chain and everyone just clips in and then hangs from it. Oh my you could just, you just, it'd be like the same bus routes. 
you'd just be like, oh, that's a stop. And it stops at every platform and you can just unhook. Well, what I'm imagining is that because we wouldn't be using cars, mm-hmm. that we just build the elevators on the streets. So yeah. like the streets would become your transportation up to the zip line. Yeah. But I'm also imagining what kind of vernacular would come from that. Ah, I missed the line to work today. <laughs> I missed the zip. I missed the 730 zip. Yeah. It would all be public transportation. Only like there would be like some rich guy who would invest and have his own private line. Yeah. Everyone would try to like snake it though. Try to hop on yeah. it. <laughs> and well, like back in the day, like the presidents or like people on these, like they had their own private rail lines and mm-hmm. rail cars. Like they would do that. Like I think Hitler rode around on his own private line yeah, yeah, he from did. like place to place. So like they would do the same thing with zip lines. Yeah. And also I imagine the daisy chain idea of everyone hanging like vertically that top guy who just doesn't have a really good grip on his coffee and just scalds everyone below him. <laughs> I don't imagine that going well. Yeah, you couldn't really, you couldn't really eat and zip. No, it wouldn't be safe to walk on the street below, below zip lines. The zip lines. If somebody drops a coffee tumbler, that'll <laughs> that'll kill you. That'll knock you out you real fast. You could be dead by falling debris. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we would eliminate coins. Yeah, <laughs> coins would have to go. Which those need to go already. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Well, so we 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 couldn't have any coinage. Yeah, uh, you couldn't. There'd be like new serv- public service announcements. It'd be like don't don't text and zip. Yeah, like not because like it's dangerous for you, like you're gonna crash, but more likely that you're gonna drop your phone and kill someone. Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to wear flats or high heels. You'd have to have. I think have to everything would on. have to be tied. Yeah. Nope. Well, don't they? I think they would develop some sort of seat. Almost, you would you would get in it. Like kind of like a roller coaster type thing, or like a ski lift. Yeah, but with a zip line. Yeah, just really, really fast. Just really fast. Can you imagine streamlined. That? You'd have to wear a helmet. There, well, I mean, bad hair days would be just chronic. Well, Everyone, there wouldn't be such a thing as a bad hair day anymore exactly. because everyone would have terrible hair. windblown or hair, or we'd all be, or we'd all be bald, or yeah. Like, what would happen is like really soft, smooth hair would be like a luxury mm-hmm. of like rich people who were able to have an enclosed, personalized zip line. <laughs> or wearing the hair mitt from Scrubs. <laughs> the, <hair mitt. laughs> the helmet that doesn't mess up your hair. Oh my gosh. Good Scrubs reference. I love Scrubs. Good Scrubs reference. Okay. So yeah, that's a that that's my my That's solution. a pretty good one. But getting back to Montana, what would those guys do? I don't know. In the, your zip line scenario. They, they have horses, right? Well, okay, but I mean, if we're gonna try and make zip lines, well, you you would have you to could build... construct like some sort of like centralized tower in every town that would zip you about. Well, and if you think about or, it, or like zip a zip line highway, can you imagine that? That would be pretty cool. And also, you really don't have to make it large enough to hold offices or anything like buildings some of the largest man-made structures are actually radio towers they're way taller than the tallest building really yeah oh way way taller it's Hmm. it's incredible they uh they have a video of one of them that falls over and you're like oh man it looks pretty bad and then they show the guy like walking toward it and the beams on this thing are just so much bigger than you imagined because he, he just was way farther away than you expected Oh, yeah. The Warsaw Radio Tower, erected in 1974, 2,121 feet was the world's tallest structure at the time. It collapsed in 1991 uh, because they had, because of an error when they were exchanging the guy wires. 
So I cut both wires, right? No, uh, one wire. So both? No, just one. All right. <laughs> I thought you said both. You're so fired. <laughs> the, currently, it's uh, the world's tallest um, building is a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. I can't, pr- I can't pronounce it, but it's 2,722 feet. Mm-hmm. But that was back in the 70s we were building that. Yeah, that's true. And then that poor tower fell down in 91 and warsaw suddenly had no radio and couldn't enjoy the bends by radiohead just that's the tragedy here that is the tragedy that's a real bummer imagine if we could build those how about this let me just piggyback off your idea sure the space elevator we've all talked about the space elevator it's this giant elevator that goes up into space Mm -hmm. and is actually out into the out of the atmosphere and into whatever the out of the photosphere into like space. The idea is is that you have a solar asteroid collector. or something <clears throat> with lots of mass that's attached to that is in perfect orbit that it doesn't move. Yeah, it goes and with it. So, anyways, we built that structure. One, we're stealing energy from the sun that way because there's all no no stupid atmosphere to get in the way of those sweet sweet solar rays. <laughs> but what if we from that structure? Uh, just put a bunch of uh, zip lines off of it. Well, wouldn't you break the sound barrier like that one guy? You would. Like Bodnum Gardner, whatever his name is. The guy who went up to the top of yeah. the atmosphere and then jumped out of a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you could just go up to however high you need. Like, let's say, where are you, oh, where are you guys headed? Uh, oh, um, we're going to New York. And the, All right, well, it's... Uh, it's a three-hour zip from here. You'll need your oxygen mask, and you'll need to go up to the uh, 37,000th floor. <laughs> then you just clip in and zip all the way across the U.S. Wouldn't that be crazy? It'd be so cool. I mean, if you were traveling at about, like, not maybe the speed of sound, but, like, you know, you could easily be- attain a few hundred miles an hour on a zip line that high, I bet. Well, and at that point, you would probably just do gondolas, like giant like boxes for multiple people to hold into to get do you think that how would you slow those people down <laughs> <laughs> there'd be there'd be a few test cases there would be a lot of <laughs> test deaths uh, while we were perfecting our zipline technology <laughs> <laughs> oh man i like the zipline idea though i think i think it could work especially in big cities you could zipline around yeah you could zipline around and i mean uh, this is all assuming that we still have power at all, but <laughs> anyways, so I, I'm just saying, uh, I like the zip one. Okay. That's definitely in the running. I say we're going to rate these from one to five best to worst. And we're, we're going to give our official Rick and Daft's recommendation at the end of this episode. But I got to tell you, this one is in the running for me. Uh, well, the one coming up pretty soon is also in the running, and it's a good one. Yes. Well, uh, let's go on to the next next one. Um, this one is one that we both kind of had as an idea, and we briefly touched on it before. Hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, what if we just started using hot air balloons to get everywhere? I mean, you would have to leave earlier. A lot earlier. A lot earlier. <laughs> but imagine... If you had a hot air balloon that was only for you, and really you wouldn't need a basket, well, you that's could just the only, clip in. That's the only way that we could make it work. Yeah, honestly, 
It, that would be the slogan of the president, like whoever's running for president. Uh, like instead uh-huh. of uh, instead of a car in every driveway, a hot air balloon in every garage. Was that uh, was that Kennedy? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember it was like a car in every driveway, and like every person should be own a home. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now every person should own a hot air balloon. And if you think about it, it just needs to hold you. You just would clip in with like a little like body harness. I mean, yeah, it would go slow, but uh, traffic fatalities would no longer exist. Well, there wouldn't you wouldn't even need insurance. No. Because, I mean, one, if you crash that, you're either going to be fine or dead. There's really no, like... Well, and collisions in the air, you're going to be like, hey, move over. Yeah, and the guy's like, true. no, you move over. <laughs> and then a breeze blows you apart, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like it. I like it. Here's my question to you. At what point in time, like how far does the distance have to be for it to be worth it for you to get out the old air balloon to commute to wherever? Well, like, cause you're not gonna be able to walk or ride your bike or horse or whatever our other, like other alternatives are. I think specifically it would really help when you have mountains in between two towns, like mountain passes, hot air balloon it easy. Well, yeah. Like if you want to go over to the other side of Washington, well, I mean, even, even just like a small, like a mountain pass, like snow quality pass. Just go over the pass, boom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, but, okay, so my parents live, like, an hour and a half from here. Yeah. I would probably need a hot air balloon to get there. Yeah. But, like, if I was going to come and visit you, that's the question. Yeah. Because you live maybe, like, by car right now, like, 30 minutes. But if I was going to walk to your place, I mean, that's quite a ways. Mm -hmm. Or bike. It would be at least an hour or two. The hot air balloon would probably be my best bet. Yeah, it would. Think about how early you'd have to get up, though, to commute to work. But what if you were to put a fan on the back of the hot air balloon? And before you say fans require engines, what if you had a bike that powered that fan? So essentially you're powering the fan to give yourself a little extra kick. You're just riding your bike through the air. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) It'd be fun. It, we would all have really buff calves. We would. And also, you'd have larger air balloons as like the bus system. You would just have, like again, a giant daisy chain you'd clip into, <laughs> send your kids off to school, just clip their backpack to it, tie it on tight. Well, you could also combine your zipline idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you like, you know, you you hot air balloon up to some location. <laughs> up, uh, I mean, literally up to some location. You go up to some like like stationary hot air balloon that's just up there you know every like and they change out like you know every 24 hours but they just literally sit up there and then people like you know attach onto it it's essentially like you drove your car to that station yeah and then you zip line down to wherever it's a good idea why are we not funding <laughs> why this? are we not funding zip lines we need to be zip lining everywhere <laughs> well one thing is for certain that both of these ideas do not require fossil fuels no i don't think i mean you have to warm the air up but you could i think they have different types of gas that we could use for that yeah and they just found a lot of helium remember how there was that huge helium shortage they were so worried about yeah and they found this massive reservoir and they're like oh no worries guys we're good birthday parties will remain the same (laughs) yeah what a waste what a waste of helium (laughs) we are literally using like precious gas we are like Putting it into disposable sacks to make children happy. Yeah. I, I, I read on, on Tumblr that a 
um, child letting go of a balloon is the same feeling that an adult feels when they drop a beer they paid for. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's the exact same sensation. Well, people will look back like thousands of years from now and be like, like kind of like when we look back on history and be like, oh, they used like they painted uh, radium on everything. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, and they, they like they they stuck helium into like like uh, rubber balloons. Like I, I mean, didn't they realize that that was the key all along? They're <laughs> doubling down on their waste. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now we're moving into some some of my ideas. <laughs> some uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. Daffs, I propose high-powered electric catapults. <laughs> These catapults could have a number of accessories. <laughs> Every building would have a high-powered electric catapult that could, like, shoot you off in some distance. <laughs> I mean, and then we could attach all sorts of, like, accessories to it. You could, if you were going to, like, like let's say you need to get across to some area that has water, a Zorb. <laughs> You know, you're catapulted, high-powered catapult in a Zorb. High-powered catapult with a hang glider, although probably not feasible. High-powered catapult in a squirrel suit with much, a parachute. Much more feasible. Also high-powered with just a just a uh, parachute, just a regular parachute. Would you say that your idea would launch us into the future? Into the next era. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that this is perfect. I mean, think about it. I get up. I go to the top of my building where we have a high-powered electric catapult. I've made my reservation. (laughs) They hook me up. I'm blasted off. And you would pay based off the distance, just like a taxi. (laughs) So, like, oh, you only need to go, like, five miles? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or, like, oh, you need to go 50 miles? You're going to have to go into town to get that catapult. (laughs) This is huge catapult. <laughs> and then, like, they have the international catapults. I mean, it's very similar to your zipline idea in the sense that we would have to wear, like, you know, some pretty uh, extreme gear. However, I mean, think about it. I One, I'll be really awake when I get to work. <laughs> no coffee required. Two, uh, one, we're saving the environment because we don't, we're not using... <laughs> we're not using any sort of like fossil fuels to travel anymore so the earth will be far more green think about all the great paths we'll have while we have people (laughs) hurtling over us i i imagine that it would be like you go to the airport you have your baggage and they just like put all the bags in a giant cargo net and then strap you to that net and then launch it and then it, it just releases you first and then a giant parachute or, your bags or, down. or yeah you'd like or we're launching you you like going from SeaTac, like instead of having you know all these airplanes it would just be the air that they would instead the terminal would just be lines of catapults mm-hmm. firing in different directions and you could fire like again you could uh, have like a platform that you're just firing like you know like a hundred people at a time off of with just tons of parachutes attached to it now 
with with people being so small and the sky being so big, I don't imagine that collisions would happen often. Mid-air collision in the town? But when they did... It would be really messy. (laughs) (laughs) How'd your uncle... How'd your... I heard your dad died. What happened? Oh, catapult accident. It's raining, man. (laughs) Literally. It's raining, Oh, the dark, dark <laughs> reference. So, I, yeah. I like it. See, I think that would be perfect. You wanna, you know, you wanna, you know. I let's say I wanna go to Japan. I go to the, you know, we have like, you know, our Seattle International Airport. Maybe we'd have one closer to the ocean, but we'd get we'd get there, and they'd watch me in the international catapult. <laughs> I'm just one man. They launch me in a Zorb. I catapult. Eventually, my my parachute opens as I get closer to my destination. Gently land, you know, in in the water Mm -hmm. in my my Zorb, and then I'm coming, and they pick me up, and you know, and and there I am. And I mentioned at at the at the height, they would maybe have wings that could deploy Mm -hmm. that would help glide you get a little further. Yeah, I mean, really, you could steer a little bit, have a little bit of a gentle. Well, you could also you could make that Zorb into like a seat. So mm-hmm. like you're like kind of mid zorbs with a, like a gyro in it, yeah. so you're always upright <laughs> as the giant ball is spinning. You would need to have a gyro in there because otherwise the spinning would just kill people. You would you you literally would die from like no blood. <laughs> your blood would literally be all your feet, and you would just pass out and die. They'd open it up as just soup inside. Like oh no, <laughs> not again. <laughs> Not again. With both, I think with all of our ideas, except for the hot air balloon, we're are resulting in far more deaths. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. But even so, um, but I'm gonna back us up because I'm gonna look up some statistics about car accidents. Oh. And ho- as compared to hot air balloon accidents. Uh. So you continue to ramble on while I find us some statistics. All right. Should I lead us in to the next topic then? Well, I think there's so much more to do on catapults. I'm catapults. <laughs> okay. The squirrel suit idea. Yes. I mean, one, that would open a whole new world into squirrel suit racing because eventually we'd all get so good at squirrel suiting around that we would start to do it just competitively for fun. It would not be, you know, like cars. I mean, originally they were just a mode of transportation then we started racing them around you know that people would be like oh i've designed the perfect squirrel suit i'm gonna race you and show you that your design sucks i imagine that it would be like a nascar although a bit faster and you'd have to have some element of danger it'd be like and they're off and they're flying through the razor blade forest <laughs> and, uh, over the hot trickles of doom. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, what's crazy is they'd have to have a guy who was also like with them with like a body cam or something <laughs> who was like filming. He'd have to be simultaneously filming while being also catapulted. Keeping them from doing illegal punching and stuff. Yeah, there'd like, be a referee. Herb Dean in a flying oh my squirrel suit. That's crazy. Body cam. Okay, so here are some uh, hot air balloon statistics for you devs. There was a massive crash lately, recently. Uh, so in 2014, there was a freak accident that killed three people. However, um, since 1964, the 
uh, National Transportation Safety Board has investigated only a total of 775 hot air balloon accidents in the United States. 70 involved fatalities. Um, only 16 people have died from died from 2002 to 2012, which was the most recent data for this particular article, which is from 2014. However, I think it goes to show you that hot air balloons are quite a bit safer. Quite a bit safer. Uh, if you, especially if you compare them to cars. Would there be an age at which point you could get your hot air balloon license? <laughs> would it be 16 or would it be younger? It'd have to be younger, wouldn't it? If it's that safe. Yeah, but you're still takes, up in the and sky. And if it takes that long, having a parent, like... Oh my gosh, the school run? Yeah. The school w- run would be miserable in a hot air balloon. Hot air I got balloon a hair, I got four years old. <laughs> well, they would... But they would also hot air... Like, like you said, there would be hot air balloon buses. Yeah. Like, that would go pick you up. You'd, like, go to the center of town. You know, you'd, you'd all walk in. I think that once the fuel runs out, though, the the thing is, is that not many of us are going to live out in the country. We're all going to be in the city. Yeah. Because we will need access to zip lines and well, hot airplanes. And you won't be able to transport food from too far away. Well, then maybe... It, it just you, What are you going to transport with? Those farmers will be laughing at us. Yeah. They'll be... Actually, they'll transport via hot air balloon. Duh. You need a huge hot air balloon. We could do that. That's produce. easy. We could make a giant... Like, what would then be scary is air pirates. (laughs) But that would just make the police have to have faster air balloons. Like, air balloons with rockets on the side or something. So they could track you down. (laughs) So they could, like, have, like, a mid-air chase. Wow. Can you... Well, and the news news companies would also have to get, like, really fast... uh, like news co- news balloons or something. Yeah, so they can record it for episodes so, of Cops. Yeah. <laughs> cops, terrors in the sky. Day five of our pursuit. <laughs> He's very slowly getting away. Both have agreed to do a pit stop for food and showers before continuing the chase. Do you think that would end up with there being like air hotels? Because eventually we'd get really efficient. With our air, like our airspace technology, like for our hot air balloons, and people would just start living in their hot air balloons. Yeah, well, I would hope so, right? Like, I mean, you're not talking to the mic, my friend. Oh, sorry. I, said, <laughs> I would hope so because, yeah, I mean, you could just live up there. You would vacation in the clouds. That would be awesome. And remote areas to that the would cloud be would take on a whole new meeting. Yes. And the, the vacationing in really remote areas would no longer feel as remote. Mm. So, like, vacationing in the Amazon. Like, suddenly you don't have to worry about, like, trekking through the Amazon to get to a hotel. You just float above it. See, I'm really liking hot air balloons. I was really liking zip lines. Now I'm really liking hot air balloons. Yeah. And all of this after my catapult speech. I know. Mm. Well, the next one's a good one, too, though. So the next one... Probably also fairly feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, flood the earth and create maritime society. Think about it. We have one way. We, we somehow create like one way like turbines that kind of like push push the current one direction. And then and then we have like a canal like in the center, <laughs> like uh, the, like a barrier, and then an, and then another one-way turbine. <laughs> so to, for flow of traffic, we could use our existing streets. Well, I mean, you could just have just dig out, you know. 
you could just have the you know the guys with the long poles in Venice going through that you know all uh, through gondolas gondolas that's yeah what we'd called. just be going on gondolas yeah I mean just just do that through New York anywhere where you have relatively flat ground yeah it wouldn't really work to- too good for us here in Seattle no no it'd be much harder yeah but well, you, did you say you had to use like a what was it. You have to use a, a very elaborate system of locks just locks. to go up two blocks. <laughs> it would take you like you might as well just walk. Yep, at that yeah, point. You just sail into town and then you'd walk around. See, I like the idea of getting back to our sea like our maritime routes though. Mm-hmm. Uh again, you would have a problem with piracy. <laughs> yeah. See, catapulting doesn't have a piracy problem. No. Really hard to rob somebody when they're traveling like 300 miles an hour. Not unless the pirates still have hot air balloons <laughs> and giant cargo nets to intercept. Oh, no. That's horrifying. They're like a giant butterfly net. <laughs> they're like swooping people out of the sky. Oh, no. You'd have to like or your baggage because we'd catapult it separately. Yeah. They'd just be they'd just be stealing baggage. All they'd have is like two days worth of clothes and like Underwear. tons of miniature and deodorants. Of, and a bunch of like uh mini champagnes from like a hotel room. <laughs> tons of duty free alcohol. <laughs> they would be really drunk. That's the pirate dream. Do you think that there would be drunk like is there drunk like ballooning laws? No, I don't think so. Everything keeps leading us back to hot air balloons. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I got to be honest, I think it might be our favorite. But see, what I envision for back to flooding the earth, which with global warming is a real possibility anyways. We're heading that direction. Yeah. Um, is that the homeless become pirates. Mm-hmm. Instead of like professional criminals, we'll just have like our vagrants will become criminals mm-hmm. because like they're literally just be sailing the, you know, sailing the low seas, as we call them. We'll have the high seas, which is the ocean, and the low seas, which is what used to be land. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll sail around and like they'll rob you. They'll be just like raiders. Everything I feel like, or do. Do you think that the police could keep law and order, or do you think that no they would just start? <laughs> this is not a, uh, an episode of Miami Vice with a cigarette boat going sixty miles an hour on the water. We're we're in the city with lots and boats and people. But what would well, ha- okay? My guess, my question is because I keep thinking this is going to be inherently like way worse than it is now. But I'm trying to figure out why. Like, why is it? Why is it when we get boats, all of a sudden, like people will just start boarding ships and like stealing their stuff? We don't. I mean, people carjack people, but it's not like a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be a common occurrence to get <laughs> boarded and have your belongings stolen by uh, bands of homeless people? I mean, if if your boat had locks on it and had a roof and people couldn't just like step into it, then yeah. maybe. But uh, but most boats aren't like that. Most boats are pretty accessible. Mm. So that's true. See, and that's the thing is like, yeah, that's I think that's where I'm thinking. My thinking is along those lines is most boats are open. Yep. Cars, they have locks, they're closed. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's easy for you to just jump into somebody's car. No. Also, boats are, like, if we don't have fossil fuels, they're going to be a lot slower. Lots. So it'll be a lot easier to board a moving boat. Yep. I think we'd get a lot better at not tying, though, as a society. How would you 
How would you have pedestrians cross the street? Would there be like rope bridges? I think we'd have to do. We'd have to do either rope bridges. It would be like Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible movie. Or interesting just, idea. Or you just have to be Frogger and jump from boat to boat really fast and time it right. I think our skills, um, <laughs> our skills at, with like a, a balance would get a lot better as well. Yeah, we would, we would get our sea legs pretty quick. Oh my gosh. Although, what would happen to all the land animals? Would they just like go up into the mountains where there's still some land? I guess so. That would be create a very interesting ecosystem. Right? <laughs> Suddenly, all the bison and family pets all live in the same area. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a, a good one for specific cities. It would work really well. I think overall, globally, it wouldn't work so well, which is why we should try to avoid it. <laughs> mm. So I just looked up like the world's fastest catapult, like what it shot something and this does not this wasn't shooting a human or anything resembling a human but uh they were successful at uh firing something 894 uh feet per second which is a little over 600 miles an hour that is pretty so it is possible that i see i think for long distance travel my idea is very very good i mean we'd have to work out the kinks it would be like just kind of like how air travel was, you know, back in the early days, you know, where it was kind of dangerous. <laughs> but uh, like our American heroes would be the first catapult drivers, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to get paid a lot of money to be the guy that fired the catapult. Yeah. So now the moment has come to us. We're going to have to grade these, grade these out. Should we do a scale? Should we just like pick our favorites? What do you want to do? Honestly, at this point, I kind of feel like catapults, zip lines, and hot air balloons work so well together that, that you could use a combination of the three. They'd probably all be used in combination. I don't imagine flooding or nuclear power would really hold up too long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the that you just said that nuclear power or like going around on ships, things that we've already done. No, those are out. Those won't last very long. No. C- clearly those are flawed uh, strategies. But the catapult, the zip line and the hot air balloon. Well, I I suppose what you could do is you could use the zip line for inner city travel. Mm-hmm. The catapult for long distance travel. Mm-hmm. And the hot air balloon for everything else. Yep. Yeah. Or really long distance travel. Or really long distance travel. It would be like kind of like the cruise ships. Once your body's no longer able to withstand the G-forces of acceleration. Yeah. His body's broken down. After like 40, we'd all be using hot air balloons. But the young ones would be catapulting all over. (laughs) You you young whippersnapper, you, you, you go ahead and... You catapult away. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you could take a you could take used. a job overseas because you can take the catapult. <laughs> well, I mean, if I could travel six hundred miles an hour for you know, not even that far. I mean, that could get me over to Montana, you know, in an hour. Yeah. If if the if my rate of speed didn't decline that fast. Well, yeah. I mean, wind resistance 
would be an issue. My deceleration, just natural deceleration. So I agree. I think that what we've done is we've solved the problem of the end of fossil fuels, Daphs. Agreed. We are going to use the official Daphs recommendation. So it's official. It's on the record. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are going to use a combination of zip lines, hot air balloons, and high-powered electric catapults with various accessories. Mm -hmm. Piracy is still going to be a problem. Well, Air pirates. What are you going to do? But it seems like pirates are a problem no matter what. Yeah. I mean... Say lovey. Say lovey. <laughs> you know what I think we should do someday is combine all of our episodes into one world and see what would happen. <laughs> if Harry Potter came into a world with no fossil fuels during a gorilla uprising. <laughs> so a little bit of end of podcast news, Daphs. This next month, this September is our one-year anniversary. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. We've done over 25 episodes. I can't believe that. That's it's incredible. crazy. So uh, we are going to be revisiting the Gorilla Football League mm-hmm. uh, in celebration of the uh, year anniversary of the Rick and Def's podcast. Um, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> it's it's going to be a good episode. It is. Um, should we revisit nude hiking, or should we leave that where it is? I think we can just leave that where okay. it is. I think everybody's uh, more comfortable. Pro- yeah. We'll be less, uh, less, less hate mail. <laughs> but uh, so this uh, this month, stay tuned. We will be celebrating the one year anniversary of the Rick and Daps podcast with a special Gorilla Football League episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it from us here at the Rick and Daps podcast. Uh, have a good one, people. Stay safe. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the, it's the end of the world. As we know it, it's it's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine.